comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. together from the cosmic reaches of the universe, here in this great hall of justice are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled. I am Supergirl. I am the Flash. My name is Oliver Queen. I had to become the Green Arrow. Dedicated to truth. Justice and peace for all mankind. Hey everybody, welcome to the DC TV podcast episode number 54. And we are in Studio 54, as you can tell, because we're all doing coke. We're all wearing glitter, and our hair is really, really big. I have a super huge mustache. Uh, you I can't see it. I no hair. It's gone. <laughs> Later the Bee Gees will be playing. Oh, that'd be great. But uh, uh, welcome to another episode of DC Television. We only had five episodes to watch this week because the Supergirl was uh, preempted by the Grammys, which I did not watch. Oh, I missed it too. Did you guys watch the Grammys? No, I'm watching no Grammys. Are you like are you like awards <laughs> shows people? Like no. for instance, my my wife's uh, roommate. Like when I met her, she would mm-hmm. watch like any show that had a list, like all those VH1 list shows, and yep. then any any award show. Like the Emmys, nope. the Grammys, and I just like couldn't understand it because it just seems like, nope. especially now when you just look on your phone, I'm like, oh, they want to get me to lose so, interest is is to do lists. That's that's what I tap out. Yeah, like, the good parts will end up on Facebook the next day, and you can watch them. See, the only the only one I really like to watch is the Golden Globes because they have an open bar, and like, oh yeah, it seems like more of a party than the you know the other ones, I guess. Because yeah, you know. pretty much catch the drug people on YouTube. Yeah, the real embarrassments, they'll, you know, people will talk about them so much you'll you'll look on YouTube. Yeah, but to do a whole show of that, watching a whole show, I can't mm, do No. Nope. <laughs> well, joining me this week to talk about DCTV, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the Earth 2 version of the Soviet Firestorm himself, Mr. Daryl Taylor. Yet. <laughs> and Valentina Vostok's personal coiffure and hairstylist. Coiffure. Once again, joining us, Ms. Jerry Atkinson. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. The pleasure is all yours. See, I, your influence <laughs> is rubbing off on me because I watched that episode. and I'm, They're in a lab, <laughs> and I'm like, she should at least tie it back. Like, Thank you. It was all like over her shoulders. That's and, true. Like, Thank all, like, you. And she's out, and I'm like, like yeah. you're in a lab. Hello? At least tie it back. You know? Yeah, no woman is going to do When That's they're working, they're not going to do that. No. Uh, they, they used to bother me about there was uh, one actress on oh, Side yeah. Miami who just had like really long blonde hair. And like everywhere she yeah. went, it was like never tie. I'm like, you're in a crime scene, man. Yeah, they never. Yes. <laughs> just yeah. at least tie it back. They always tie it back. Including the crime scene with her crappy DNA hair. Yeah. Yes. It's time but, for uh, business when you do that. You we know? kind of a mixed week, I would say, of DCTV. Some of these uh, yeah. episodes were not as good as they could have been. Uh, no. Let's start out chronologically on with one of them, actually, which would be the, uh, the latest episode of Lucifer. Which I believe is called Knobbly Man Bits or something like that. Of semi male nudity. 
That was yeah. the high point. Manly, manly whatnot. See, I know it was something <laughs> like that. Okay. Well, he, he, he has mm. nailed the expression of, yes, you're seeing me naked. Aren't you privileged? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even the girl that doesn't believe is the devil was impressed. She was like, just for a minute, she was like kind of yeah. stunned. And then. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you horny? I just, right? I, that was the part was so much more interesting than the part where they're at the, like, dealing with the, um, the, the pickup artist guru. The yeah. whole procedural part that turned out to be like the the, the brother and sister blackmailing because she took you know, yeah. which I kind of figured that was the that wasn't they were the only other character up. they were the only other characters in the episode so yeah mm-hmm. it had to be them it had to be <laughs> it just was so it's like when they interview like a name actor on Law and Order it's like yeah I think he's probably the killer you know what it would have really have got it would have been a surprise if she actually slept with Lucifer Lucifer and that was it. She was like, okay. Yeah, but now everybody thinks she, or at least her douchebag husband thinks she did, did already or whatever. And like her daughter kind of wants her to in a weird way. Oh, it's, yeah. it's like such a thing. Playground <laughs> yes. rules. <laughs> yeah, it's such a cliched. I mean, because you, you, it's such a thing of her not believing, yeah. even though everything has shown her she's that a she should. She's the lowest lane. She doesn't realize the guy. That she works with every day. The guy she marries is somehow Superman. How? What is wrong with you? Yeah. Come on. But at least she finally does come to the conclusion that she believes him. That he's not human. I mean, yeah, that... and then mysteriously, the the one when he does that, that's when his uh, superpower is taken away. Yeah, but do you see that? Like, I don't know. Do, do does it seem to you like they're they're saying the only reason that his thing doesn't Mojo doesn't work on her is because she's an atheist? No, because I, I, I kept thinking like they were. Well, it seemed like it seemed like Yeah, well, that's what I was Part thinking. Something. It seemed like they were hinting towards something else or something bigger Part in the story. But then in this episode, it's just like, oh, she's an atheist, and it seemed like that was the explanation there for a minute. I'm just yeah. like, what? No, because there are a lot of atheists in the world, and and he's seduced everybody. I mean, it, it would, it would. The only way that would be plausible is if there are some people that don't respond to him that way, and then right. some that do. And then you can, yeah. and then he explains it by saying, you know, when you don't believe, that's you know what happens. But it's like Santa Claus. Yeah, but everybody, you know, pretty much everybody he's met except for her, right. are into him right away. Right. The guys like like the who, heterosexual guys are just cool with hanging with him. Like they, it's hard to hate him. When they when they uh, around him, Elba might be the devil. Well, it might be. Except and, for her douchebag ex-husband, who hates him. Right. He's just mad because you know they right, want to I'm make jealous. him the villain, right? They want to and make him. Yeah, and he's jealous. And it's then what was the whole deal with her coming by her house in the morning with like her whole case for her on an iPad? Yeah. Like she didn't even go. They didn't even, like bother with a shot of her going to her job at the police department. Like she. Her, her, like, douchebag ex-husband comes by with, like, her whole case for her on an iPad. Mm-hmm. Just happens to be, you know, just happens that, you know, the only guy on this exclusive list, the only way we can get in is your buddy Lucifer. Yeah, it's too many conveniences. Yeah, I'm just like, episode. What, what? That was just not believable to me at all. In the, in yeah, the, too many, too many conveniences. It, I don't ask for, I don't ask for, I'm sorry, I don't ask for, like, 100% realism in my comic book shows. But... <laughs> But yeah. give me something, you know, a little more than that, I would say. Yeah. And, and like, the only thing that was really new was that he actually bled. That's it. You know, I did, 
I did like the fight scene though. I did like when his second in command, you know, went. That that was it was. That was. Good. Cool. I thought that that was going to be something. I thought they were going to hook up. Like, it looked like it, and I yeah. think they still might be going towards that. But I, I did like the fight scene. Like, oh, at least something happens in this freaking episode. I know. So. Yeah, like the the best action scene in the whole episode doesn't even have to do with Lucifer. It's like no. the angel and, uh, true. True. and the bartender. It's like, Bartender slash second in command. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, she's. They both want the same thing, though. They want him to go back to work, you know, as the so, devil. But they, there was no progression, you know, but there is no story progression in this episode. Like, we are in the same place we were last week. And they exactly. wasted all the time in the episode on the stupid procedural. Yeah. That just it, doesn't fit. And, like,. No. And then I look at iZombie, which is like the opposite. You know, they have a strong main story, and then the procedural is just kind of an add-on yeah. in each episode. And, like, I, I feel like one show should take a page from the other's book, kind of. They need real detective or real crime solvers or real people that can write <laughs> detective <laughs> stories yeah. to write on this show. Because it's it's played for camp too much. The, you're right. The procedural at this point, it's just a joke. So I just didn't care about it. Up? Like everything I care about in the show, I mean, I like him, the main guy, the main actor. He's great, and like his second in command, Masakine, she's awesome. The the angel is good. Like I'm starting to warm to to the female, you know, a cop. Even though I don't buy for a minute, she's a cop for some reason. No, no. Uh, and, and like, and you know, it just seems like it's kind of mired in the. It has to be like Law and Order Lucifer or something, you know. So. Yeah, they need to. They need to get some writer that can help out with that with those scripts because it's it's right. You're right. There's just a huge hole in this show, and it's not going any place that I can foresee. So, right. And like I said, it's very stylish. It's stylish. Mm-hmm. It's well shot. It's well directed. Yeah. You know, and it's well acted with what they have. Like I said, the main actor, he's, he's great. You know, the cat. And most well, of- he's the thing that keeps my interest. I mean, if anything, but he's magnetic. That, yeah, it's yeah. I know a lot of women who like him. My my mother in law and my wife included. Took off his clothes. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> what? I just want to make sure that I didn't miss anything in the background. <laughs> And then they add the thing with the the wings being cut off. Like, why would he be? That was badass, wasn't it? Yeah, I was that like, was well, kind of cool. Where are we going with cool. that? Like, is there, you know? Yeah. But then we got nothing. And next episode, just make him naked the whole time. <laughs> See, I think, well, I, I think, like you say, he's very charismatic in the role, and he's it's believable that women would fall for him because right. he is so charming, disarming, and good looking. You know, um, yeah. he's like I mean, Prince. I can't. Yeah, it's, like, it's very up. charismatic, but like, uh, but but I mean, it just seems like they should focus on that part. Like his story is interesting, you mm-hmm. know. His his you know why did he come to Earth? Why is he, is this stuff rubbing off on him? You know why is he bleeding? Right. You know all this. Right. That's where they should, it doesn't seem to be the focus. Like he just seems to get so preoccupied with. You know, it wasn't like the whole focus. This one should have been like him trying to get in bed with her. Right, but it wasn't. I mean, well, it, oh. it started off like that. Like mm-hmm. he got the advice from the from his his uh, counselor slash sex puppet, and right. he's and like, thought, "Oh, you're right. I'll try this." And then yeah. that could have been, the, you know, I, I just uh, I don't know the way it played out. I just didn't appreciate it a lot. I, just... I agree. <sighs> so anyway, I give this a uh, a C minus because yeah. I like I said I like the I like the cast and I, I think it, it could be something much cooler. But it's just not. 
I want it to be better. I really do. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, I have to give it a C too. I ain't no way you could be that. This episode could be any more than that. I'm gonna give it a C plus because it was pause worthy. And just leave that right well, there. Well, that's because you like to see his naughty bits. What is your point? I, that's what I'm just saying. State the <laughs> He's stating the fact. He's not, you know, it's, it's, it's not, not a judgment. A it's just no, like, not a judgment at all. No, no. It's in, no. Better not be. No, it's not judgment at no all. Judgment no judgment Since that episode really didn't serve any other purpose, I appreciate at least I got to see that that cool wing cut scene and him mm-hmm. pretty much naked. Which was well, awesome. even with that, it was like, where, where are you going with it? It seemed like she wanted to jump his pants when he felt he like he was in pain. Like it, now is this the is this the thing you're trying to tell us that oh she when she feels empathy that's when she feels turned on by Lucifer because she I don't know how she put maybe the actress is just not that good but the way she played it it was like she was hypnotized by the right. thought of him being abused by his father like that was what got her excited it was like what kind of sick crap are you on right now. Like, when he wanted to be with you, you didn't want to be with him. But then as soon as you thought he was abused by his father, you were all in. Mm. So I don't I don't know where they're going with that. That just didn't... That scene was kind of weird. Like, what are you What are you trying to... What is the well, implication? Maybe, maybe that's why she's so hardened as she has... Well, I mean, we know that she has daddy issues, but maybe that's... Well, yeah, she, we know that, but... yeah. It just seemed weird the way that. I mean, and to be thing. fair, he saw her naked this episode too. The very right. Beginning. Yeah. right. Did you guys pause? No. Nah. Didn't count. Doesn't count. Really, <laughs> not my not my type. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, she's attractive. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, I'm not saying she's not attractive. You're right, but it's not, not in a way where you're like. Not pauseworthy. You know? Not pauseworthy. Right. Not pauseworthy at all. Her character is just too stiff. It it the, the way she plays it is very. Yeah, it is stiff. Which means that she's probably doing a great job because she's supposed to be the, the the tough nut to crack. So. Yeah, but it if if Lucifer is gonna be so in you know like so captivated by this one human, you would think that they would make that human kind of. I would. What man doesn't want a challenge? What woman doesn't want a challenge? No she's challenge I got challenge I got, but this is Lucifer. This is just not. You know, yeah, if you could have any part. woman or any demon you wanted, yeah. wouldn't you want the one that you thought you could have? I mean, that's kind of... It'll take me a long time to go through all the ones that I want, you know, before I get tired and want the one that I could have. who has everything appreciates nothing. So it's that one thing that yeah. he doesn't have that he wants. I hope it's just not that, though. I hope it's something else about her that's just... No, she's know. part something. I think she's part angel, but she's part something. Something. Let it be yeah. something like yeah. if it turns out that, that it's just a, she has a strong atheism, mm-hmm. then, then I'm just gonna check out. <laughs> yeah, the it, strong this one. Yeah, right. I just yeah. so don't believe that I don't believe <laughs> that it nullifies all the devil's powers. Yeah, because that would negate <laughs> a lot of people wouldn't care and they would hate. Isn't Christ supposed to be born on the earth again? I mean, there's an antichrist. There's supposed to be another second coming. Maybe she's the second coming. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. It could be. No, I'm saying maybe she's the second coming. Maybe she's the resurrection. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the body. Since God isn't supposed to be man or woman, who's to say Jesus wouldn't be reborn as another sect? That's true. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it's got to be some. I mean, yeah, I there are a lot of different ways they could go with it too. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of possibilities. Well, let's talk about a show that was a little better than that. The Flash. Yes. Season two, episode fourteen, Escape from Earth Two. <laughs> Barry messed up and got caught. <laughs> well, let's start on Earth One first of all. Caitlin per, per, gets the Velocity Nine drug to uh, Jay. Yeah, I don't Jay, want it, but give me some. Give me some. Yeah, I don't want it, but give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, the Geomancer uh, is still on the loose, and mm-hmm. Geomancer ends up breaking into Star Labs. <sighs> he has a stupid power, though. Caitlin takes him out with a boot around his neck, and Joe. <laughs> like, if his whole power is he has to touch the ground, just punch him a lot. <laughs> And put his hands up so he can't touch the ground. Put him up in the air. Yeah. But, I mean, actually, like I said, it's more Caitlin and Joe that take him out. You know, Caitlin oh, totally. Caitlin boot on him, and then Joe, mm-hmm. like, takes him out. And then, right. but Jay is, um, he's got that speed. They're able to stabilize the breach that was all messed up. So, this the, for the first time, he's actually been useful. Yeah, he was competent. He finally did something. <laughs> you had one job. Right? <laughs> Forever, even though I swear that's got to be Jay in that helmet. That's um, we're gonna get to that. Don't worry, I think so too, and and I think I have some good ideas why. Um, so that was the Earth One part of it, pretty much. You know, Mm -hmm. Jay Jay uh, Garrick is shot up with velocity, and everything's okay on there. And meanwhile, on Earth Two, Barry's right where we left him last episode. He's in that prison with Jesse uh, Wells, and as you mentioned, Daryl, a guy in an iron mask. Mm-hmm. Um, who can't talk and no. taps out a code that Barry figures out, and what he's been tapping out is J A Y. Right. So I'm like, dummy, don't you get it? He's telling me. And this goes back to what I've been saying. There's something fishy about him. Yeah, doppelgangers and stuff, man. Yeah. Don't you get it? It's like, what? Why? Why are we being dumb about it? Like. J J A Y. Hmm. Jay Garrett. He's on the other Earth, and then you see him get upset, and you go, you would think you would go, hmm. There are people with powers. What if there's something that he can, you know, someone could morph the genes of a of a of another person, and they fool us, and and they come to Earth. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, since someone can run very fast and you got people jumping and sharks and all this kind of stuff, like you, you would think you wouldn't, you would think maybe, you know, it's not far fetched that maybe something's up. Like, why is this guy so, first of all, he's captured, so you know he's not a friend of Zoom. Right. So why would this guy, and he, he's got this like, build? I don't know. I think he's, got... he's. I think he's the real Jay Garrick. I do too. And I think that Zoom has been keeping him down there so he can keep siphoning his speed off of him, mm-hmm. keep feeding off of him. Right. And that the Jay Garrick mm-hmm. that we saw that came over is actually the Earth Two Hunter Zolomon. Maybe. Because that's who his doppelganger is in Earth One. Right. So there's more. Like I said, he's been fishy. I mean, we've never. It's funny we never really warmed to the character. Mm-hmm. And as it went on and on, it just seemed like it, it, you know, it wasn't being written well. But now, now it's to the point where there's something going on there. Because they do have that technology when it was from the future that it can take your DNA and you can basically switch 
DNA strands. So you would be that person. But what if it didn't? What if it's an early version of that and it didn't take very well? And that's why he his body is breaking down. The uh, Zoom is out looking for uh, Wells. He's writing, bring me Wells on the side of buildings, like Dark Knight Rises style. Yeah. He owns the town. There's something there, right? He's just... Right. So they're locking down Star Labs. We see uh, um, you know, the, the locking everything down, and they decide to hide in a time vault. Huh. How the hell does he have a time vault, dude? Huh. Wow. I don't know. Because that was Eobard Thawne's thing. From the future, From right? From the future. He even had right. a Gideon the same way Rip Hunter has a Gideon on Legends. Mm-hmm. And he, Cisco asked him about it. He's like, you have a time vault? And he goes, of course I have a time vault. And then they don't say anything else about it. <laughs> Their technology, it's funny how, because it's not really explained how the technology in the other Earth is so much... More, uh, more advanced than the technology in in uh, Barry's Earth, you know, our our current Earth, because their their tech is incredible. Like the way the things they can do, right? They have those meta human detectors, yeah, on everything. But, and they know, never we, say but we why. have not, but we have Netflix. All oh, right, that's that's true. And chill. That's <laughs> chill. All right, and chill. Right. Yeah. Um, in the time vault, uh, they they took Barry to uh, or from Earth two with them. Uh, to kind of explain, but not really. And Barry kind of figures some some things out on his own because he's a sci fi geek. Yeah, he makes references to a sci fi show that must exist on Earth two. Of course, Commander Cosmo, I think it was. Yeah. Um, finally, they were able to trip, but they uh, slowly are, they they figure out uh, uh, Cisco's able to find uh, Caitlin's uh, sig- uh, energy signature in this forest. Mm-hmm. It's and called the, hot. <laughs> that's it. For the heat detector, you mean? <laughs> they oh, just yeah. set it. They, they set, set it, it to hot. hot. Um, huh? So Barry of Earth Two has a little moment where he wants to prove himself to Iris. Iris of Earth Two, uh, Cisco and Harrison, uh, they all and they all gang up to go find Zoom's lair. Um, they don't know where Zoom's. Of course, they don't know where the lair is, but Killer Frost does, so they track her down. Cisco tries to reach her, reach her by, you know, talking about Ronnie because he knows how much Caitlin loved Ronnie right. on Earth One. That doesn't seem to work at first. She she ends up deciding, you know, deciding to help them, you know, at least get to Zoom Slayer. You right. know, to, so she builds like an ice, and and Barry of Earth Two like gripes about the fact that it's ice or whatever yeah. uh, platform or whatever to get up to where Zoom Slayer is, which is up on the side of a cliff. Um, they find uh, Barry in there. They find, you know, Jesse. They're able to get her out. And Barry is trying like hell to get the third guy out, but they want to get the hell out of there before Zoom gets back. Yeah. And he's trying to vibrate his way through, but it seems like a different vibration, and he can't get through it, right? Because he's mm-hmm. able to figure out how to vibrate through his and through Jesse's, but not through the guy in the iron masks. Right. His thing would have to be on a, a, a vibration to, if it were Jake Eric, right? If he were right. a speedster. Mm-hmm. To, like, keep him in there. I don't know. I just feel that's more fuel to the fire that he, that's the real Jake Garrick under the mask. Right, that's why they put the mask on him and stuff. As, you know, and that's why uh, Earth, you know, that's why Flash isn't able to get in there is because it's got a different vibration mm-hmm. to keep him in there. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I, what makes me, th- I, I keep thinking the only way he's going to be Zoom is he's going to have to take control of the Speed Force. 
because Barry, I think Barry is the one where the Speed Force chose him. If they go that route, I mean, this has been very comic booky. If they go that route of of um, the Speed Force choosing Barry, and he he, because it seems to be, especially with the cage where it was at first, he couldn't get through, and then he got a pep talk from his other self. Right, and, I was going to mention that. And he he seems to be able to push his speed when he really has the confidence to do it. So it makes me feel like they're going to go the glow way of, you know, you you mm. have to believe in your abilities and you, you can overpower. Because Zoom's whole thing is absorbing speed like a mm. drug. But what if he could take control of the speed force? And, and that would be the only way I could see him beating Zoom. Is he could just take it back. Like extract it from him. Yeah. By having, like, like force-like power over it or something. Exactly. Like, I am more powerful than you. You know, I'm going to... He's going to fully give himself, you know, be at one with the with the force, I guess. The, or the force. or he could overload Zoom on speed. Or he could do that, yeah. You know, like, keep hitting him you know, with so be, much. Like, Zoom would try yeah. to feed off him. It's like, Barry's like, oh, you want to see fast? I have yeah. it in. That could and be the other thing, yeah. Just like he could overload on speed so much he'd become part of the speed force. You know? Because it's something that he won't just suck all the speed force and just kill him already. Like, he right. could, why right. wouldn't he just take it? He must, it must be a thing where he can only take a, some at a time. Maybe he's like a vampire, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a speed vampire. But he has a limit. Mm-hmm. But he can't, you know, like you said, you know, he can He has a limit. He can't do too much. So him and the read, the real Jay Garrick, or the fake bad Jay Garrick, has a change of heart because of the love of Caitlyn, and he sacrifices himself uh, by adding his speed, you know, from the drug to Zoom, and then you know he's. Well, that ain't gonna happen now. After what happened at the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I if, he, if he if he's the dead, end, yeah, so. nobody, nobody. Well, that's true. Nobody, no deaths. You're right. Yeah, he come back on Earth too. You're right. All he, all we saw was that he he pulled he he put the hand through him and he pulled him back. That's it. Like if he really died, they would have had him fall down, and then we would have had the Kate crying moment. Right. But uh, Killer mm-hmm. Frost is able uh, decides to double cross Zoom rather and help them you know, at the last minute. Because um, Zoom shows up and he's like, "Thanks, Killer Frost, for double crossing them." But he ends up triple, she ends up triple crossing and attacking Zoom, and they're able to get away. Right. And as I mentioned, they all make it through the portal, and just as they're all patting each other on the back and breaking out the congratulations, Zoom reaches through the portal in its last gasp, oh, puts yes, his fist okay. through Jay's chest. Uh-huh. That is dramatic. He's like pulls him back office. through the portal as it closes. Well, it was kind of dumb. It was like if you, it's like if you know there's somebody shooting and you go to the window and stick your I, head I, I out. I'm thinking, I'm like, portal's not closed. It's yeah. not closed. Or you put your you back to it. Well, exactly. Like, there's a portal to another dimension that you I'm, know this evil speed demon is, is uh, from. Why would you put your back to it? That was such a dumb TV moment. Like, like I'm going to go to the portal that's not closed and then I'm going to turn my Oops. back. Right. Kill me. Stupid. Stupid. Nope. Really, I hope this is not RJ because uh, this guy got to go. It would be cool if the J and the Iron Mask were the one that we wanted to see from the beginning. That's what I want. I hope that that's the one. The one that still has the speed and he'll be the one to, to kind of be the mentor. You know, like they can set it up where they can go back and forth. Once they get rid of Zoom, right. you, you have the one time. portal. Yeah, And, and we're, we're looking at the March crossover with Supergirl. So, I mean, there's some other portals going to get opened up. Got to be. To get there. 
gotta be. You know, I mean, they've already said that it's a parallel world. They already said that I'm like showing it in the like exactly. the time stream, the reality stream there in between worlds or whatever. You know, so. yeah. If Barry gets out of this thing and and gets more control of his speed and can do the can do that on his own. That'd be kind of cool. Now I have a really cool idea, and I, this probably won't be what happens. But um, so, uh, what if? I mean, we've seen a couple times now in that reality stream they show the old '90s Flash TV series, right? Right. What if all that happened on Earth too, and like oh. the result from that somehow that you know that version of Henry Allen like became Zoom. Well, uh, the Flash escaped from Earth too. Like I said, a real like uh, real cliffhanger of an ending there. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good episode. I give it a B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some really cool stuff going on there, and they finally freed Wells' daughter. That was like a, a bit of a triumph for them. I like her. Yeah, I do too. I th- I hope they do more with the character going down the road. You know. I hope she hangs out because her. I can see her and Caitlin being total nerds together, like just nerding out over stuff. Right. No, her and and with you know what her and 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 um, Cisco? and Cisco, Cisco? yes. yes. <laughs> Let Cisco get a nerd girlfriend. That would be nice. That, that would be nice. Is. That would be awesome. He's earned it. Everybody else is, you know, kind of got a yeah. chance at a relationship. Why he can't, you know? Then you can have Lisa Snart roll back into town and have like a rivalry between, like you know. That would be awesome. That would be great. That would be awesome. So yeah, I give this episode a B. I thought it was pretty good. Like there were a couple things that kind of bothered me that I already mentioned. Yeah, we um, talked about a little bit. But yeah, I mean it's it's solid stuff. The, right. zoom, the zoom mystery continues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, good stuff as always from the Flash. I think. Yeah. yeah so probably that and Legends were high points of my week because this next show we're going to talk about because <laughs> we have to skip our zombie till the end because right. Jerry just hey, you know, abstains abstains from the brains you know what if you want to see a good version of Lucifer watch I zombie I'll tell you that much mm-hmm. this is Arrow hey I didn't get to give my uh, my my grade oh. of uh, oh I'm sorry I, I wanted to say yeah I wanted to say B plus because last week I was on the show and I was hating the crap out of Killer Frost I was like, it was so her yes, delivery was so mm-hmm. over the top, Wicked Witch on freaking Wizard of Oz. It just mm-hmm. it stunned me because I know this actress is really good at playing Caitlyn, but Killer Frost was just like so freaking hokey. I wanted to throw shit at her, but she did a good <laughs> job this episode. She was convincing. She had range. She had emotion. She wasn't just like a comic villain, you know, like the quintessential one-dimensional like mm-hmm. oh i'm the bad girl don't call me caitlin you know she was mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was good so i'm gonna give her a b give it a b plus but yeah there was a couple moments where i was screaming at the screen like it's not closed okay you do not celebrate this is what your ass gets a hand don't... through the chest mm-hmm. you celebrate to her yeah don't okay. get happy b plus okay we're ready <laughs> sweet right. get in let's go <laughs> Arrow, Code of Silence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Season 4, episode 14. Guys. <laughs> looks like a Rouve Dark. Rouve <laughs> Adams. First of all, what the F is a Rouve? I've never heard anybody oh. name Rouve. Oh. I lived in Louisiana <laughs> when I was a kid. You know, a lot of French names down there. Never heard of a Rouve. That Cajun weed or something? I, don't I have no idea. It sounds yeah. like, uh, it sounds like a pasta or something. 
a delicious uh, mastacholi and a rive sauce. Yeah. But um, they're trailing her because they're trying to figure out where Dark's uh, hideout is. Mm-hmm. This opening sequence, dude, they're like trying to be all covert and stuff. <laughs> but like, you know, she drives, Thea drives, you know, this motorcycle out the back of a truck. And Which is not quiet. Awesome. She's got ground <laughs> effects on it yeah. and stuff. Ew. Like, Oliver's, like, mode. Oliver's doing stunt jumps like right over the limo, you know. And I could have been the one to tell them, hey, dummies, if you've already done this three times already, she knows you're following her every time you leave. So you're not going to do it that way. It was it was crazy. I'm just like, how, how could you not see this guy jumping his motorcycle over your car? It's just too obvious. Like how... She would expect it. I mean, it looked cool at it. all. And then, like, they get to this parking lot, and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, we lost her. And then all of a sudden, they're surrounded by hive ninjas, like, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of crazy. It was. Uh, but I know. She... Yeah. <laughs> if anything, you should episode with all kinds of I know. He should have just had Barry um, do it, follow her. Seriously. That would have been the smart thing to do. Oh, he's got too much pride for that, man. I know. He's helping adulting all the way around. Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's true, he does. Um, we get uh, Oliver prepping for a debate with Ruve Adams. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just not going to let that go. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, it's dumb. It's dumb. It seems dumb. It seems yes. dumb. And she's kind of comic book villainy. She's kind yeah. of. I like her, though. You know, she's Margot Kidder's niece. Well, oh, Margot Kidder's a, a good actress. Or was a good good actress. Yeah. This chick, not so much. Yeah, she. Um, it, I, I I thought she looked familiar, and I looked it up, and yeah, she uh-huh. she's played to her. I've uh, seen her in other things. This this part that they wrote for her is very. Too yeah, good. and I love the meeting of Hive. Now they have a seat for Merlin at the table. I know one hand like under the Hive headquarters. Here's what I don't get. Okay, their mm-hmm. plan is to blow up the building so she doesn't have to do a debate, or like she only. Yeah. <laughs> Is oh wait wait let me let me let me parse this out let me unpack this for a minute. So the plan is they're gonna have this debate in this uh-huh. theater. They're gonna blow up this theater uh-huh. with like the hokiest like uh, uh, dollar store version of the Wrecking Crew from Marvel. Yes, that yep. I could possibly yep. think of. Okay, the Demolition. That's crew exactly is... what we said. We're like, if this were Marvel, they we would say it was the Wrecking Crew because they they've totally. got all kind of instruments from a construction site as right. weapons. They're all themed. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. But um, so she was going to be the only survivor, mm-hmm. and then and then become mayor, because as they say in this meeting with Hive, and I wrote it down in my notes, they're worried oh, about her political acumen. Hmm. Okay. Then so why are you running her as a candidate? Exactly. Look, you're oh. an evil organization, Hive. Don't you have one corrupt politician anywhere? And aren't they just going to blow up the whole thing anyway? So it doesn't matter who you're wins. You're worried about right? her political acumen? Are you? Well, I, think did have one corrupt, I think they did have one corrupt politician, but then he got the chick from Lucifer knocked up, and now he's out of the game. So. But, but it still doesn't <laughs> like, make sense. If you're going to destroy the world, why would it matter? Huh. Well, their whole plan is to destroy Star, Star City, right? They're talking like the whole world is going to be um, changed. Like, what? It doesn't make sense if you just destroy no. Star City. Star City is already described as like worse than Detroit right now, right? Right. So if you take the whole thing down, who cares? 
Like it's, I mean, in the scheme of an evil organization right. that is that is international. Why well, would yeah, it I mean, happen? even Hydra had Gary Shandling. Right. You know, don't they have that? Don't they have anybody? Any like you? Know, and their guns are going to take out. Their guns are going to take out everybody. No, I they're going to pass it off to the wife of the main evil dude. And they're mm-hmm. worried about her political acumen in a debate but, so much that they're going to blow up the building? But Star City... Right, find seen... somebody who can oh publish my God. perhaps. But why yes. is that important? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. I know, exactly. Star it's City. not important at all, but that's why they blew up the building. is because they're worried about her losing the debate. I, what the hell? I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. Oh, my God. None. Laurel goes to visit her dad because she's worried about him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, rightfully so, because he goes... And here's another part that... Because he's an sense. idiot. Yeah. Uh, here's another yeah. part that made no sense to me. Mm-hmm. You know, he has to go look into a, a, an anonymous breaking and entering tip, okay? By right. himself. No, no, no. Add to that. He was... No, they, they supposedly were cops there. He was the backup. Right. Which is they crazy. They called for a backup, which makes no sense. No, why would he be the backup? There were no police cars out that outside. Nope, right? Not at all. There were no. He didn't call anybody on the radio. You, usually, the yep. first thing you do is you call them to let them know that you're there as the backup. So they don't shoot you inside. accidentally. Exactly. So they know and if, you're there. <laughs> and so if nobody is answering, and plus, didn't he have a heart condition? Yes. He's not yes. allowed to be in the field. He would not be out in the street. Checking on these little individual calls, it makes no freaking sense. That's illegal. Like he's not even allowed to be out there. His his whole explanation: Oh, we're shorthanded. But that's really? not an explanation. That's not an explanation. No, you're not, you're shorthanded. Okay. You're still a city. You could have called for. They would have throughout this episode. I yeah. felt like the writers were saying, "Oh, they won't question this," you know. Or, <laughs> It's like it's being comic booky in a bad way. Like it Flash is. and Legends of Tomorrow, yeah. I, I really applaud them for going all in on their comic bookiness and doing it the right way. You know, with good continuity, yeah. characters you care about, but like, and that's the foundation for fantastic and weird stuff to happen. Right. Arrow and oh, this yeah. it's just like it's so many leaps of logic and faith. A... I mean, my God, Thea gives Oliver an, a, a, a lesson on adulting. This yeah. episode. Yeah. Ollie, the instruction on adulting, I'm checking out, okay? I was like, what? Because <laughs> Thea has more drugs than yeah. anybody. Doing ecstasy and, you know, dating a thief and just <laughs> shut up. Shut up she yeah. was doing cocaine and <laughs> anyway. she had her own drug dealer when she was in elementary school. Back to the, back to the other stupid part. Yes. Uh, Quentin goes into the building by himself with a flashlight. Yeah. Now, who's there? I was just waiting for him to, like, what's that? Who's oh. there? You know, like, every cliche yeah. possible. And then all of a sudden, the building starts exploding around him. Now, instead of immediately exiting the building, like, where he came from, like, it seemed like they went through the most securitist route, like, and it just exploded in different pieces around him. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, you know, he comes out, he was like, it was almost like the building was trying to attack me. Yeah, that was stupid. Well, what yeah. I thought. Well, here's what I thought earlier in that scene. I got to go back to that scene with the hive, dude. First of all, that was right out of Doctor Evil. Okay, their yep. little hive, a hive, you know, yep. or whatever. Uh, he he, like Darth Vader force chokes that guy mm-hmm. over the television. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, oh, I remember being in your li- library like I was almost there. And, like, you hear, like, bones cracking and stuff. It's, uh... So I was thinking, oh, well, Damien Dark must be, like, doing this whammy on the building. Uh-huh. To try to get him. But, no, it wasn't that interesting. No. It was the demolition crew, as we mentioned. And uh, one three... girl with a nail gun. Mm-hmm. And uh, one dude with a uh, hammer. Mm-hmm. And what was the third one? I, I've totally forgotten already. Uh, I just watched it today, too. Wasn't he a dude with just... Uh, knives, I think. Knives or something? Yeah. He was the one who, fight, who fought Oliver. And Diggle forgot how to fight all of a yeah, sudden. Diggle got... Like, they crashed through like, every collapsible wall in that office set. Because the, the hammer sorry, I mean, wasn't spark- powered. Hmm? Well, well, the what was weird is how they de they took away his skill set all of a sudden. Like Diggle just boom gone. Like you know, like, sometimes there, when I'm faced with people with building construction equipment, I yeah. too lose every skill I've ever learned in Ninja <laughs> Camp. Because they've fought every, like, Diggle's not a small dude. He's fought, like, all these, he's got a gun. You brought a gun to a hammer fight, and you lost. Like, I don't understand. How did you lose when you have a gun? It takes a couple minutes to swing a hammer, I'm sorry. You have a gun. Hey, but how about what we liked about this? The hot mom. (laughs) Yeah, you know, Mama Smoke looked pretty good in that floor. She's about to look. She's about to hook her man up in that office. I was like, wait, where's the show going right now? Like, hold on. She was on her knees. She was was all getting ultimatum-y on Captain Lance. Who, oh, you know, know what was so dumb? Why? It's the same. You didn't even have to really lie. All you could have said was, "Listen, I'm the chief of police." Right now, there's somebody coming after me that wants to kill me. Yeah, how many times have they done yeah, so? Oh, I was trying to protect you. It's not, not a lie you need you. to tell. Oh like my it's, God, how many times have they done this, though, man? It, it's mean, not oh. even a lie that you have to tell. Exactly. It's, you you yeah. could just tell the truth. You just don't have to tell her about the hive thing, but you just tell her, listen, there's there are people, and, and they will kill people close to you. Like, they don't care. <laughs> That happens. Yes. That's not a target. Your daughter's in a wheelchair because of that. So that should tell you right there. This is right? what's going on. I need you to I need you to lay low for a little while until yeah. we figure it out. That's not hard. That's not a hard part the thing to say. It, it's the same thing as when Ollie didn't want to want to tell Felicity Sorry. about his baby. Right. You yeah. have a path. No sense. You were a douche. Why is this an issue? Yep. <laughs> Not not a hard thing to do. And if Thea can figure, and you know, if Thea can figure that out, Hive. You know, and Hive has already figured it out. By the end of this episode, we see Damien Dark like, I don't know, adopting William. Mm-hmm. If so anything, William is going to stay with us for a while. What happened to Baby Mama? If anything, I would not only would I have told Thea, but I mean not Thea. Not only would I have told Felicity, but I would have said to her. We need to wipe all records of, of my connection to Will, just in case. Because, you know, she's really smart, and she could actually help you do that. Yeah. Hello. But, no, you don't you don't think to do that. No. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. Instead, we go to the CW-ness of him lying to her and saying, yeah. Uh, and uh, of Which is course. what he does. Which is what he does. 
the mama smoke cries to Felicity. Felicity's yeah. like, well, I've kind of been in this situation before about a million times. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he said, maybe you should trust in him a little. And then by the engagement party at the end of the episode, everything's cool with him and Mama Smoke. Which just adds more fuel to my fire that it's Detective Lance that's in that grave. Yeah. Or the mother. But or, or Mama best Smoke. Thing ever or both. Holt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anywho, the, uh, like I said, they try to blow up the place where the debate's going to be. All right. Uh, they, um, they stop the demolition crew from doing so. Barely. And then the debate's done off camera, but we are told that Oliver wins. <laughs> which I highly doubt. Unless yeah. he was, you know, debating against, you know, a box of steakums. Look, I could go on Instagram and pull up Ollie Party in pictures and put it all up on the screen. I mean, he really won that easily? Uh-uh. I just, I don't, I don't know. It just was kind of funny. They didn't show any of the debate. They cut away the commercial and then came back. And they would, it was a newscaster talking about how Oliver Queen had won the debate. Oh, he was great. It's he like was so T-Dog. good. It's like T Dog all over again. <laughs> We're going to fill he, in the backstory. He saved all these children in the, the flaming uh, school. And he took me to lunch. He took me to my first ball game at T Dog. He showed me how to make the best damn bloody yeah. area I ever had. <laughs> And he died in like episode four. <laughs> no. <laughs> he did all this crap in like 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so as we, as I said, the episode ends with the engagement party. Uh, Mr. Huh? Terrific and his husband come by and he has a special gift for Felicity. It's a magic walking cyber thing that's get out of free best, get, get it's out the of the best wedding present ever yes that's what yeah, it is yeah better yeah. walk it's the get out of your wheelchair free card right pretty maybe you could send one to barbara gordon maybe i mean <laughs> i know i wonder though how people will I was react it's gonna be oracle right i know i was like oh guess not because people don't want i mean I, i've already seen people wanting her to stay in the wheelchair so i wonder if they'll you know how they'll feel if she gets out i don't know I, I, i'm fine with her in the wheelchair i'm fine yeah. with her in the wheelchair too i mean it doesn't matter but will yeah. people be mad i wonder how it would be taken if she all of, all of a sudden you know she's she's able to get out of the wheelchair in this oh. universe, yeah. anything can be healed. The dead can come back to life. The dead yeah. may have just been shrunken really small and in another dimension. Yeah. I, I'll buy her walking. I'm fine with it. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, that even in the comics, I mean, that's been a thing. Oh, it's right. Just, oh, it's just die a, and come back. And, right. Oh, yeah. It's just a thing of people oh, like to people right. like to be represented, and you know, they would there are people who do have that. Uh, disability and would like to see a hero character a lead um, you know have that and still be vital right you know so I mean unless they play unless they do it where they have it where she can only stand for a certain amount of time before she has to to sit back down because you're you're using power from the chip yeah Mm. they might play with that there is a so well, there is an exoskeleton that'll help walk. They some mm-hmm. scientists yep. Israel created it. Yeah. So there is yeah. that kind of technology that you can walk right. for a certain right. amount of time. And they say it actually it could, if you have the capability to rehab, mm-hmm. strengthen your legs to eventually you wouldn't need it depending on how bad your paralysis is. Right. So I mean it's not like these technologies 
don't exist in a way softer form. And I mean, if you've got Mr. Terrific, why wouldn't you be able to? No, you would. That? I mean, you know, you would. So, he even calls him Terrific this episode. Totally. I know. I was like, oh. That was funny. <laughs> nerd bonus. <laughs> I know. I love nerd, nerd uh, moments there, too. You know, come to think of it, he could die also. I, I got to put him on the list as well. Yeah, Felicity would be mad if he were dead. Because yeah. she was pissed. Yeah, she was really mad. In that car. When they what showed that scene. Mom? Yeah. Hmm? What if Felicity's mom died? What was she said? It could be her. It could be. Yeah. That's what know. I said. Her and Lance. I, I, but it, it was almost making it seem like it was too obvious it was Felicity. And I'm, we're all getting attached to the hot moms. So what if her bubbly ass dies? Well, I think it's got to be somebody important to Felicity and not as important to, to Oliver. Because he no? was. He was pissed. The way they played the scene, he was mad that it had happened, and he he um, was gonna you know gonna deal with it. But when they showed him getting in the car, it was Felicity who was the one who seemed right. So maybe it's Felicity's mom or Mr. Terrific because they've been friends. Now. Right now, I'm gonna go Felicity's mom. It could be either one of them. You know, singing those cute little dresses and. Being all bubbly and inappropriate at the bachelorette party, I just want to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we will see. As I said earlier, the uh, the episode of Arrow ends with uh, Damian Dark uh, bringing in William, Arrow's uh-huh. son, to meet his daughter and play with them. And he says, you know, he'll be staying with us for a while. Right. Which is, again, I really wonder what happened to Samantha there. Mm-hmm. So anyway... And, like, and Thea figures it out, too. Now Thea knows he has a kid as well. Right. So, Arrow, this week. D. 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 I'll say C minus. D for dumb. I agree with Jerry. D for dumb. It was dumb. It was Sorry. dumb in so many ways. If, if it had only been dumb in a couple ways, I could have overlooked it, but it was dumb in too many ways. Yeah. Yeah, I found some bright spots, but if I have to look that hard, D. Yeah. Okay. Too much work. Yes. <laughs> True that. Okay, well, let's move on to Legends of Tomorrow. Yes. Failsafe, episode four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the opening scene in this is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Professor Stein is in Star Labs, and he's in front of the a uh, you know like a, a dry erase board writing out the equation for the Firestorm Matrix, okay. and Cisco is there, and Cisco's wearing a jacket. Mm-hmm. And like his hair is tied back, and he, yeah, you know, his weird like, face, very natty, you know, very mm-hmm. uh, uh, body language super suave and not total. awkward at all, yeah. right? <laughs> and uh, it turns out it's a hallucination. They're like using drugs to try to get Doctor Stein to give up the the firestorm formula, but he's not doing it. And then Vandal Savage comes in, and it was funny. Right before he gives a really nice speech, he says. Oh, I thought I gave a nice speech. You know, after mm-hmm. Dr. Stein says it, and then proceeds to give a very nice speech right. about his friend yeah. Joseph Stalin. Exactly. <laughs> his bud. Valentina Vostok. That sounds like a James Bond name, but actually oh, it's a comic book name. I mean, mm-hmm. The uh, the rest of the team is, well, most of them are, are well, not most of them, but Ray and uh, um, Rory are locked away in a gulag. Yes. Along with uh, along with Stein, and while they're trying to get the formula out of Stein, Ray and Rory are you know Ray's uh, 
you know, nice guy act isn't doing too well in a Russian gulag. Oh, he is a little too thick. And everybody, nice everybody who has been griping about Ray as a character mm-hmm. got to see him get his ass beat a couple times. In I, didn't mind. <laughs> I didn't mind. I didn't mind. He played Pinata really well. He did. Now, the first time he gets his ass beat in the yard there, he's trying to talk to this old man. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the alpha dog from the yard comes over and says, who is this pretty American? And I'm thinking, if they have those translation dealies, where they're speaking perfect Russian, mm-hmm. how does he know he's an American? So true. I don't know. It's too... I think they forgot that they had it, because they never mentioned it again. Yeah, yeah. They never mention it again, you're right. Mm-hmm. So he gets his ass kicked by that guy. Rory's just like playing with his Zippo. Yeah, yeah whatever, dude. You had that coming, you know. He did. <laughs> and Ray is like, you know, I thought we were part of a team. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, there's only one team I'm part of, and that's me and my buddy, Lon Snart. Mm-hmm. And Snart and uh, 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 Sarah are going to break in to the Gulag to break them out. But first, they have to talk to some Russian mobsters in, of course, a steam room. Of course. Where else do Martian mobsters go? Always the steam room. Yeah. Always the steam room, always half naked. Yes. Dudes with a bunch of tattoos. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Sarah takes out like six or eight dudes, and <laughs> Rip Hunter has trouble with the one guy, Yuri the Bear. <laughs> yeah. He never actually takes a battle. He just. Starting as that great line Can we hurry this up? I can't stand the heat. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Oh, he eats up. He chews the scenery, too. But eventually they uh, they appeal to Yuri because they're both uh, they both hate Vandal Savage. Mm-hmm. Um, they bribe their way into the uh, the prison, and uh, Sarah and uh, uh, and Snart break in. Uh, Snart is there to save Rory, and but Rip Hunter tells Sarah, "Look, we cannot let the firestorm thing happen. If you can't get Stein out of there, dust him, right? Kill him." And, I mean, Snart kind of catches on to that a little bit before they leave, but doesn't say it outright, and they kind of kind of figures it out as the mission goes on. And then Sarah has to come to her own you know, thing, like, you know, she has a shot later on. Does she kill him and save Well, Snark was the hero of this story. Snark kicked a lot of ass this episode. Well, he was the one that pretty much knew exactly what the whole rundown would be. And when he walked up on her, he was like, he did it in a way that was just, it's annoying because he was right. But he did. He did it. He didn't do it in such a cheesy way. He did it in a, in a subtle way of, um, oh, you're gonna let somebody else use you to be an assassin, you know? Like that's not what you are. You got away from that. Like, but he didn't do it in such a, a, a corny way. He just did it. Right. He right. did it in a smooth snark way. Like he's he's telling you right. straight up. This is this is the deal. And you could, I don't care who it is. You're letting that dude. Um, you're letting another person. Um, control your fate. You know, you just got away from that, and and he, he, she was right. She couldn't, you know, she couldn't deny that. I I do love the line he had. You know, this isn't my first prison break. Mm-hmm. Uh, before they I left, I thought they were gonna play that up for more camp. I thought that was gonna be I more music. So. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple moments. There were a couple moments yeah. with Rory, but yeah, they didn't go too far with that. Yeah. <laughs> like Snark was cared more about his team than uh, than Rip did. Uh huh. Yeah. Like Rip had to get himself to that point. Of, uh, Can I say right here, uh, Rip's not pauseworthy. He looks like a twelve-year-old boy in a towel. Yeah, he, does. <laughs> he really did. He looked he like, like Rory. Fast forward worthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he I looked like, like Rory. Well, the character he played in Doctor Who was pretty much like that. Know, 
when Rory went back in time and was the Centaurian. Oh, he's a warrior, kind of, yeah. Right. This yeah. this was not that Rory. No. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of spindly. Uh, the word spindly comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, yes. I was like, I feel I feel like a pedophile looking at you in this cell. He did look like a child. <laughs> like that poor boy. He did. Cover up for God's sake. Yes. Seriously. And he was like trying to talk all like, oh, I'm, I've been in prison before. And I'm like, shut up, Obi. <laughs> uh-huh. I can't. No. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, Stein is taken to a new uh, um, thing and he gets to watch Mick and Ray be tortured. Um, but as this is going on, um, uh, Jay and, uh, or, or Jax, I'm sorry, Jax and Kendra figure out that. Or Mick, Usher. Or Usher. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that every time. Usher. Yeah. Usher with a bad knee. Usher, Usher with the bad knee. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Anyway, uh, they, they figure out the, uh, you know, the communications go both ways. So he carves, we're coming. Into his arm, and right. it shows Pretty up cool. on Stein's arm. That was cool. Was it reminded so me of cool. Looper, like, Looper, man. Remember? Yeah, Looper? it did remind me of Looper. Yeah, yeah I love that. That was a cool movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they, he watches uh, um, uh, Ray and and Rory get tortured, and Rory keeps saying, "You know, when I get out of here, I'm going to do to you, you know, whatever, you know, all these things." And then Ray like kind of takes the heat for Rory yeah. by insulting the dude's mother. And stuff like that, and takes another beating. So again, all you guys who've hated Ray Palmer so far for being inept and stupid and messing stuff up, here's your chance to get him. You know, what I don't like, I hope that they do this in a in a future episode. Because um, what I really hated about this was that Roy, uh, Ray didn't learn his lesson, though. Really, yeah. Like he he what he did was he he cost them. He almost cost them. Uh, the team, you know, half the yeah. team for doing what yeah. he did. Like, that was very irresponsible. He, he totally um, he was totally irresponsible. He didn't look and listen to his teammates. He didn't trust his teammates to, to do what they needed to do. And he never really got that uh, kick in the pants because of that, you know. Yeah. And I, I wish they had written that scene of him. You know, uh, I wish Rory had said to him, I thought he was going to go that route when he said, uh, you had it coming. And I thought he was going to say that because of how you got us put in here in the first place. Right. It's your fault. Like, you, you know, you got us captured. I wish he had said it because he needed to. I, that would have been something the character needed to hear. I kind of, uh, you know, when, when uh, Rory told me, you, know, you you had that beat down coming. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the message yeah. I got from it, you know. Yeah. Like, you're lucky you did, he didn't yeah. give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I give, as inept as Ray Palmer is, I give him way more leeway than I would give another character because money and wealth will shelter you. It totally I did. Mean, people, he's been through yeah, stuff. People, yeah, people but people will tell you yes. People mm. will say you're brilliant. You know, everybody wants everything to be wine and roses. You may not have ever really had to struggle to the level of, you know, the the thief or the the prisoner, you know, the the time bandit. I mean, well, that's why I, I don't know. That's what I thought would be so interesting. No, we should learn a lesson. I don't disagree with you. For his journey, because he's been through yeah. all of, like he's been, you know, he he he's been captured, he's been beaten, he's you he know, like, watch while his girlfriend was raped and killed in front of him, like. 
you would think he would learn, of, you know, watching all these things happen and experiencing right. all these things. Right. And he just, it's like he's a clean slate. In this episode, I mean. Like, he's gotten, he wasn't like that in the very beginning of the of No, life. no. True. But it seems like they just put him in a blank slate just so they could put them again, in the position. All, mm-hmm. <laughs> all, everything's wiped clean. clean yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. And you're right. It's like since starting the series, they've kind of, we're supposed to forget everything we knew about him from mm-hmm. Arrow. So. What I hope happens is by the end of the, the Legends uh, story, mm-hmm. that it's a different Ray Palmer. I hope so. Got yeah, by, the, by the end of every, like these experiences change him and when he comes back. Obviously, he will. I mean, unless you know, I don't know, because Snark has already changed. Like that's yeah. the one and I Rory didn't too. expect. Rory to too was like, Rory, you know. yeah, Rory too. Like that's the those are the ones that I didn't expect to go through the change. I just figured when this was over, they'd still be bad guys, the same. But I I think differently. I think um, Snark really he really went through a journey, man. I mean, the way that he dealt with. You know, uh, White Canary. He could have. He could have just not said anything. Yep. He could not cared, but he it bothered him. It mattered to him. How awesome would it be if after he comes back from Legends of Tomorrow, that he starts up the Rogues? It's got to be in that. Central City, like it's the way it is in the comics, the way it was in the comics, actually. Yeah, I think it is. It's got to be, awesome. be that because he. How many scenes have we gotten with him in a leadership role? Mm-hmm. He's no. so good in that role. I, they'd, right. be, they'd be stupid not to use him as much totally. as possible. Like, and him and the other and the guy who played Rory just play off each other so well. They do. They totally do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, anyway, the uh, after sitting on the sidelines for most of the show, Kendra and Jax want to help mm-hmm. for some reason. Jax right. has to run like a 12, 12 second, uh, hundred hundred yard dash, but then blows out his knee and but makes yeah. it anyway. And uh, but Sarah ends up giving him covering fire from above. Yeah, shoot up in a sniper's uh, position. Totally. Yeah. Uh, he sets off the uh, um, electricity, and all hell breaks loose. Um, the uh, Rory um, insists on taking Ray with them because you know Ray stood up for him or whatever. Uh, Snart <laughs> thinks it's a bad idea, but you know after the electricity goes off, who cares? Mm-hmm. They lock the uh, the guy who was torturing them in the room with the alpha male from the yard earlier. So a little poetic yeah. justice for him. Oh, totally. Um, while they're all in the courtyard waiting to get you know, the hell out of there and all hell is breaking loose, uh, Valentina Vostok merges with Dr. Stein after he warns her, you know, that, like, you know, it's very rare to find someone you can match with and, you know, it's going to be unstable. She doesn't care. No. No, she just, and again, her hair. Okay, <laughs> and, the hair and Jerry, I never even thought about this kind of stuff on, on the show before. Mm-hmm. You're a scientist, Time back. Time back. Okay. Science already. Christ. <laughs> she's, I mean, seriously, she's the femme fatale 24 right. 7. Even when she's like on the brink of some important stuff. Dude, I would at least put my stuff in a banana clip, okay? Just. Anyway, it does look cool when her hair gets all infused with nuclear energy, I must admit. She's gorgeous, super beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. totally. She looked great as, like, Firehawk or whatever that was supposed to be. Totally. Although, in the comics, Valentina Vostok becomes a negative woman. Yeah. She still yeah. could. She still could in the aftermath of this very yeah. easily. So, um, the merger, as I said, isn't stable. And uh, Jax kind of uh, jumps in there and breaks, pulls him apart. Um, 
they're okay, but she is like a nuclear hot mess. Yeah. And goes, uh, and uh, is starting to go critical. Luckily, they hop into the time ship and escape just in the nick of time. Of course. The timeline is set right. Oh, and I forgot the scene with Rip Hunter and Vandal Savage. Again. Uh, Rip Hunter, yeah, confronts Vandal Savage again with his gun drawn in his face. And he says, I want my pocket watch back from 11 years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Savage like tries to get you know give him some uh, you know tries to get into his head you know for eleven years I've looked at these photos and I'll savor their death and blah 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 and all this other stuff and uh, Rip is like yeah thanks for giving me that back and he walks out and then blows up the building behind him that was a cool scene that was a cool scene um, they all get I away I like the scene oh. where Vandal Savage strikes out again and doesn't get the girl like, dude really it's it's literally been centuries. You yeah, don't just, get the girl. <laughs> yeah, just let it go. It's like just, just let it go. You know? The friend zone is eternal. Yeah. They're not, not even friends. Friend Hello. Yeah. True. True that. Yeah. Come on, let it go. Not friends. You're right. No. Uh, they friend. get back to the time ship and they have a little congratulatory um, whiskey. And uh, you know, Stein and Jackson have a moment. You know, where Stein's all like, you know, you're not quite 21, Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. Oh. <laughs> but I guess I can, you know, oh. guess you know. And uh, Sarah's like, you know, the drinking age in, in Russia is 12 <laughs> in 1980, whatever. So nice. So they drink, and as they're having their little moment of victory, of course, that's when Kronos strikes. Of course. Now here's a question I have for you: Is Kronos going to end up being like Rip Hunter or someone else we know? I wouldn't be surprised if they just do a reveal and it winds up being him from another time or something. Yeah, like the future saying, oh, I had to stop you because what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So right. I just see that kind Could of be. down the road. With yeah. Exactly. Anyway. Um, in that scene with the whiskey, they uttered my favorite line from the this show, more drinking, less feeling. I want that <laughs> as a tattoo, okay? I know, right? Tattoo, wow. More drinking, less feeling. <laughs> You know what? I mean, that's especially for this group. After all that, that's, that's very true. Profound. That's a profound cheers right there. Mm. I would drink to that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they're attacked by Kronos, and they have to crash land in time. Oh no! What a great line that was. Yeah. And they end up crashing in Star City in 2047. Oh they're, my. And I wrote down 2046. You sure? Oh, maybe it is 2046. It yeah, is. Right, yeah, 2046. it is. I got ahead of myself. I'm sorry. Okay. You jumped the timeline. Yeah. yeah, I changed all my I changed all my calendars to 2047. So you know, I'm, I keep I writing 2046 on my checks. So yeah. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Anyway, they show up in Star City. Ray Palmer's like, that looks like the Palmer Tech Building, but why does it say smoke on it? That was yep. a dumb question. Yeah, to which I'm thinking, well, you left your business to Felicity you, Smoke 30 years you ago. Never, Guess what happened? And you never had yourself reinstated as being alive. Do people right. still think you're dead? So, duh, what do you That's think happened? happened? Yeah. Uh, and the, uh, the, and the place is bombed out. It looks like hell. Oh, yeah. And they're like, I thought we fixed the timeline. And he was like, I, I thought we had too. And they were uh, going through this like apocalyptic star city. And they see a figure in green perched up on top of a wreck of a car. Mm-hmm. An arrow drawn in a bow. And they're like, they think it's Oliver. And they're like, hey, Oliver, it's me. Remember Sarah? Hi. You know, like he wouldn't know who it was right. or something. And then, you know, Ray Palmer's like, Oliver, you know. And then uh, 
we see a reveal of the face. It's a, it's a young African American guy. He's black, and he's black, and <laughs> and he goes, I don't know nothing about no legends, and uh, mm-hmm. she starts shooting arrows at him. He starts rhyming, and then Usher jumps up in the car, and he starts oh. dancing, and they do a whole thing. No, no. no. Oh, I, I wrote that. That was fanfic. I'm sorry. Are you doing a fanfic now with Usher? And then Bell Bib DeVoe show up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now you know. Did you see the internet thing about uh, Justin Timberlake <laughs> doing Bell poison? Bell show? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. That was awesome. Totally. Oh. Oh, okay. I don't know which one, uh, which one of them got bigger. Was it Ronnie Bell? Like one of them's like my size. Yeah. I, I don't know. Big dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got big. I don't know what when that happened. Forgot. Um, <laughs> during the DC, the Legends of Tomorrow, when Ray Palmer was playing Pinata, and uh, the dude that's not Link was all like chained up and dude, pause worthy. Worthy. I mean, I was like, pause. You know what I'm talking about? They're both. They're both. In, they're both uh, in good shape. I mean, yeah. But, but, uh, but the guy plays. Uh, but uh, yeah, Dominic Purcell. He has, some, he, has some, he has a couple tickets Amazing. to the gun show. He has some big he arms. So like, his biceps were all, you know, yeah. He looks good in torture. I didn't pause. He looks uh, good in torture. Now there's yeah. a pull quote. So do, who who do we think the the guy, uh, the the new arrow is Diggleson. Diggle right? Oh, that's a maybe. good call. Maybe for Diggleson. Yeah. But didn't Diggle have a daughter first? Well, yeah, but it doesn't mean he can't have more than one kid. Then. He's breeding. You don't know. It's thirty years, dude. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He can have. We trying to say he can't have kid or you? Something wrong with Diggle? Mm-hmm. No, no. no. Oh. Yeah, you know, I know that helmet Fashion looks stupid, boy? but you know Spartan can do what he do. I mean, yeah. I'm not about to bust him in that helmet though. Take that helmet off. Him, 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 and smoke got busy. You don't know. Uh, hey, what? We'll find out next week. But, uh, <laughs> I think he's Connor Hawk. I think. Could be. Could be. Could be a lot of things. So, Legends of Tomorrow. What do you guys give it? I give it a B plus. I enjoyed it. I'll go, I'll go B. There was just there were a couple things where I was just like, no, just no. But there was some fun stuff, and the story definitely did progress. Mm-hmm. But I was a little angry at some scenes. So B. I give it a B too. There were just a couple of 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 points that you know nets to pick with it. Nothing too earth shattering. Right. It was a good episode. It's one of the I think it's probably the strongest yet since the second half of the pilot. Right. I'm really liking Legends. And Flash, like I said, they just kind of are as comic booky as they're going to be, and it's awesome. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm digging it a lot, so yeah, I give it a B. All right, well, we're about to unhitch the trailer of Jerry, because uh, she was not be, uh, not going to be joining us for our brains discussion. Oh, right, right, right. But you can check out her uh, on the Comic Rack Snark Fest, on the Taylor Network of Podcasts, and in the Taylor Network of Podcasts Facebook group, often yeah. posting there. So. Yes. Thank you for joining us again, Jerry. Really appreciate it. And thank you for making me think more about hair. Get <laughs> it again. It's, it's, I, I, the pleasure is all mine. I really do enjoy like opening and broadening you guys' horizons to pause-worthy men's and hairstyles. So 
You guys yeah. have fun with your brains. We try. <laughs> okay. What little brains do we have left? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. So. No, I did. No, he said he said it for you. I said it for you. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. I stand behind your decision. Yes. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Thanks. Good night. Now on to iZombie, called The Whopper, uh, season <laughs> two, episode 13. Mm-hmm. And at first, Liv eats this guy's brain because she thinks he's an FBI guy, and they try her out where the... the de- this is all about them finding the corpse with the tainted utopia yeah. so she- Juicy hamburger. I didn't think it would look like a turkey burger. I didn't yeah, know it looked look like good, a man. Brain burger. Yeah. With Except bacon. The- yeah, with bacon. Except for the hot sauce. Ugh. Yeah. I can do it at the hot sauce. The uh, there a lot of stuff happened in this episode. Uh, they start off with uh, um, uh, Ravi and Major. They're digging around the field and they're trying to find that that body with the tainted batch of utopia right. they need for the the cure. They find a guy, uh, Corey Big Fish Carp. <laughs> yeah. And at first, they think he's an FBI guy, like I said. So Liv goes ahead and eats the brain, but it turns out he's just a guy who worked for Mister Boss. Yep. He's a pathological liar. Trouble. I'm a liar, just like <laughs> Tommy Flanagan. Oh yeah. Uh, we also get this thing with Clive this episode, noticing that uh, Liv takes on the characteristics <laughs> of the people that they're investigating. Right. And Robbie's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't get it. What are you? What are you talking about? What do you mean? What do you mean? Um, we get. Uh, we also get Blaine at the funeral home. He's kind of getting uh, pressure from some of his zombie clients to get uh, his prostitute back, as it were. Mm-hmm. And uh, as that's happening, uh, Donnie comes in with that big guy, the really big guy with the eye patch, uh, Chief, they call him. And they have a present for uh, for Blaine. It turns out they caught the Chaos Killer, and it's Major. Ooh. So, <laughs> Major ends up uh, strapped down with uh, duct tape in a casket while Blaine tortures him and tells him, you know... Uh, He's like, look, I mean, I can either kill you quick and easy, or I could turn you into a zombie. Mm-hmm. And uh, Major's like, cut the crap, you're not a zombie anymore. I know, because he has zombie sense, and it kind of gives that away to him. Duh. Uh, he also lets on that he knows where his dad is. And this is very important, because Blaine sees the video while his dad left. He left all the money to the abusive housekeeper that raised Blaine. Yeah. Made him like clean the floor with his tongue and stuff, mm-hmm. and left none of it to Blaine if his dad dies under mysterious circumstances. Major uses that as a bargaining chip with Blaine that he has his dad on ice. Uh, they bring Blaine. They bring in the. Uh, they bring in his uh, frozen dad. So he even says the popsicle. He's like, "What? Nobody's gonna make a popsicle joke? <laughs> yeah. When do we get so highbrow in here?" And uh, thaw him out. And Blaine. Has like a makeup artist make him look like you know uh, eighty years old or something with a, a beard and like withered skin and everything mm-hmm. to freak his dad out and make him think like all this time has gone. By. It was pretty funny just to mess with him. Yeah, it was pretty funny. The, the Blaine had plenty. He had a, quite a few uh, funny moments in this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, Blaine says that uh, he's buddy buddy with Liv. But yeah. of course, you know, Liv denies that later with Major. And, like, has that scene where he's, she's trying to keep Major out of his bedroom because Drake is back there. Mm-hmm. Um, the big, beefy guy, Drake. Not Drake. The not, rapper. Not, that, not the rapper. Not that, not that Drake. Not, not that guy. Anyway, 
The thing that bothers me is how does Liv not flash on Drake being like a hitman for Mr. Boss? I know. I keep waiting for it to happen. She just like doesn't see it at all. Mm -hmm. Like no, even when he gets called away in the middle of the night and stuff like that. I mean, it just seems like I don't know, a little weird. And she never comes up with it. Major will not. uh, Major tells uh, uh, Blaine the whole thing about him killing the zombies on the list, and that they made a list based on people who were you know buying tans and hot sauce and all this other stuff. And uh, Blaine decides to you know cut Major deal. He's like, look, why don't you just I'll bring you the zombies. You just kill them right here. <laughs> While this is going on, Bosio um, is, is still surveillance, has a surveillance fan looking at Blaine's place 24-7. She gets a picture of Blaine and Major together and shows Clive. Dang it. Yeah, this episode was almost all main, main story. You know, it totally know. was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't even bother me. It wasn't even like a major thing with the case. Like, it was, it was just... Right. It was really solved with Liv, and then it was like, eh. You know. Uh, Blaine thaws his dad out, and he wakes him up to uh, one day more from Les Mis. Uh, he decides to let his henchmen torture him until he complies and amends his will. Yeah, that was a nice little ending right there. Yeah. We got a little bit of payback, yeah. Mm-hmm. And while they're while that music is playing, they dig up and they find the right the one legged corpse they need to find out in the field with the tainted utopium. Unfortunately, as they're doing that, they cut to a scene uh, a shot of a new hope, which was the uh, the rat with the the cured rat, and the cured mm-hmm. rat is the cured rat is dead. Yeah. So, she they don't have much time left. Not not looking good, no. Mm-hmm. But it's a little triumphant moment when they do find it. Oh yeah, eventually. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I like that the you know, the procedural did not again. You know this the procedural is kind of on the back burner here. The main story is what really propels this uh, show along. And uh, I think that you know, like I said, Lucifer could Lucifer could probably take a page out of the book of this show. You know. Yeah, it wasn't more important than, than uh, the case wasn't more important than uh, putting uh, Major and, and Liv and, and uh, Clyde. Like, every, all the pieces are just coming together for, uh, for a, probably a crazy finale. She did live at that one uh, good line. What's that Missy Elliott song? Cerebellum, don't fail me now. Yeah. <laughs> It was. And then when they got Major out of the coffin, uh, Blaine was like, Rise and shine, Major Bummer. Uh-huh. That was pretty funny, too. This, uh, this show has a really good sense of humor about it. So oh, it does. It I like that a lot about it. So. Uh, I give this episode like a straight B. It was a solid episode. Mm-hmm. I give it a B, too. Good story. Uh, it wasn't like, you know, the the killer blockbuster and all be all episode. It wasn't like the best, you know, best episode ever, but it wasn't the worst either. It just really kept things going along with the main story. And, uh, I don't know. I liked it a lot. So give it a B. Yeah, totally works. A couple of news bits real quick, uh, before we turn you loose. Uh, Netflix is t- currently reviewing the stats on young justice for a potential season three. Mm-hmm. Oh, so go watch young justice on Netflix right now. Even if you're not going to watch it, just let it play in the background. Over yeah, and over. add to that those, uh, you know, probably going to be looking at how well those little shorts, uh, the Justice League shorts are going to do. Right. When that starts airing. So, I mean, you combine that, they might go that route with this as well. Mm-hmm. And do shorts instead of uh, 
full long episodes. We uh, we saw a very interesting picture today uh, from Gotham mm-hmm. this week of uh, Theo Gallivan dressed very much like Azrael. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. First of all, isn't he supposed to be dead? Yes, he is. But they don't die exactly the way we think they do. Interesting. Just played with, you know, they played with that whole thing. Yeah, we only have uh, another uh, week before, or actually, Gotham's back this week now, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, end of the month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, definitely looking forward to that. We got a few pictures from the set of the Flash and Supergirl crossover, which looks yes. really cool. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, fortunately, we see the Fortress of Solitude. There's pictures of that too. Yeah. And it seems like uh, from some previews that we're seeing, they might be hinting at having Lobo show up on Supergirl. Well, it's the perfect thing. I mean, they do hunt criminal. I mean, they do hunt intergalactic uh, villains. And I mean, he, he, him, the bounty hunter running, you know, running around. That would be uh, it, it perfect to, to just throw him in there for an episode, maybe. Also, the the ratings juggernaut that is the CWDC shows moves on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flash earned a 1.5 rating uh, with almost 4 million viewers overall, second only to NCIS in its time slot. And that's something. Uh, leading all the other networks, and uh, third place showing for the evening in the primetime network. So that's mm-hmm. that would be the Flash and Red Zombie. Uh, right. And so... Uh, Legends of Tomorrow, too, is breaking out records for Thursday night for CW, and uh, averaging between a 1.2 and a 1.4 rating for its slot. So that's huge. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, that is incredible. Uh, these shows are doing that well right out. I mean, especially Legends right out of the gate like that. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, you, you get the people with it. Oh, the Flash, you know, the Earth 2 stuff might be too weird for people, blah, blah, blah. But those have been the highest rated episodes yet. Now, just imagine when they do the Flash Supergirl crossover. That's oh, man, it's going to be crazy. awesome. Yeah. Um, again, go watch. Up, oh, Are you watching Young Justice? You should. Go watch on Netflix again. Did I mention that? Yes, go do that. And just real briefly, I want to talk about this really stupid thing that happened this week. Uh, Drew McWeeny of HitFix.com, he used to be on Any Cool News, is, you know, like a web journalist or whatever, um, said in an unsubstantiated report, you know, just something he wrote you know, uh, conjecturally, that WB was worried about Batman v Superman performing, underperforming, or what have you, mm-hmm. you know? Um from that one article on hitfix.com, I saw like 20 more web, web articles. Right. Like, well, Drew McWinney says, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to the original article, he has no source on that. No. He is, is entirely speculative on his part. And it was it was just conjectural. And like it, it just seemed like the whole internet blew up with it all of a sudden. Totally. Uh, I want to direct people to the DCTV podcast Facebook group. Uh, Carlos Carmona uh, put up a really great uh, rundown from Forbes.com about, uh, it's called Relax Fans, Batman v Superman won't flop despite rumors, um, breaking down the numbers realistically of what the movie will probably make, what is, you know, what it, um, and, and what it'll make in, in, in licensing and everything else, and mm. I really, it's, 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 it
But I mean, it, it's just interesting to me, like one how one like conjectural thing on the internet, and boom, everybody's running. Oh, they're worried about that. We gotta put this one up on our, our website to get hits. You know, it's just like that's what they do. It's just like you know, it's almost like they you know they light a fire and walk away, and then mm-hmm. you know even Drew McWeeny came back later and he was like, "Well, I, I didn't say that. This is what you know. Read the article itself. Blah blah blah." But I mean, by then it was you know like a tempest in a teapot. You know, right? Gone on. Uh, we got Joseph David Jones officially cast as Connor Hawk on Legends of Tomorrow. Yes. You probably know that if you already saw Legends of Tomorrow this mm-hmm. week. Because he was standing on top of the car, as we mentioned. Um, I think it's cool. I think it's awesome they have a, they're showing that Greenlee Arrow has a legacy like that. Yeah, totally. I think totally. it's awesome. I can't wait to see Star City in the future. Me too. Um, that was all the real like big heavy news we had on DC yeah. TV this week. Not a whole yeah. lot going on. If you like Geeky Podcasts, and I imagine you do because you've been listening to this one for about an hour and a half, head on over to the Taylor Network of Podcast.com. You will find a veritable plethora of podcasting goodness over there. Uh, podcasts about comics and pop culture and movies and, and all kinds of different movies, actually. Um, just a, a major amount of stuff. Plus, it's updated all the time with all the, the entertainment, TV, movie news, geek news that you need. Definitely go to the website. Definitely check it out. Taylor Network of Podcasts. Dot com. And when you're done with all that and you're all worn out, or you think you might be all worn out of, of geeky podcast possibilities and bio means, head over to hhwlod.com. We have more going on over there, including the Walking Dead TV podcast, which is back in full swing uh, now that the season has started. It was quite a bang, too. That was quite an interesting, quite an awesome mm-hmm. episode to start with, I thought. And we talked all about it last episode. Uh, we also have uh, It's All Connected, which is uh, covers the Marvel shows, much as we cover the DC shows. Uh, that's available at hhwlod.com. And The Black Box, uh, Sean Pryor's uh, podcast over there, really great stuff. Check it all out, hhwlod.com. Daryl, thank you once again for joining me, sir. And until next week, we're Ghost. Good night. Good night.
Alles klar, Herr Kommissar. 